0: Here we go, baby. Okay, here we go. Here we go. In the Dome Podcast. We're going. I said we're going. We're gone. Let's go. Let's go, baby. we we'll then go. All right. Okay, here we go. So yesterday we kept saying nine games in. It's been ten. It's been ten games. So math is hard.
1: Let's go. Okay, well, here we go. After ten games, listen. The talk in the first ten games... It has been, you can't make an official report. Judgment
0: after 10 games or exactly. some shit.
1: And this was coming from... Everybody. What's his nuts on... Who? Brian Burke.
0: Oh, Brian Burke. You Brian can fire fucking fuck. You can't If you it.
1: watch... Um. It's funny, my mom texted me. I uh, guess she was watching Hockey Night in Canada. And she's like, have you noticed Brian Burke never moves his mouth when he talks? It's kind of funny. If you watch... I'll have to watch. Yeah, watch. It's kind of funny. But anyways, Brian Burke basically said, because they were talking about, like there was questions about how well the Flames the start start. they were getting off to. They're, stum- they're stumbling, they're fumbling, they're bumbling.
0: I'm flipping, I'm flopping.
1: And I think it was David Amber asked him straight up, as a GM, when do you start thinking about making a trade or doing some sort of change or addressing some of the issues? And Burke's like, as a GM, the general rule of thumb is you, you wait at least 10 games.
0: It's been 10 games. Just as an aside, David Eber, I don't know if I like him as host of Hockey Night. Do you? It, I kinda, it comes and goes. He's kind of meh. Sometimes I like him, and sometimes I'm like, nah. He's a little meh anyways. Okay. After 10 games, I think we can make a fair assessment.
1: I think so. And that's why today I posted, today to me, this Washington Capitals team today, Tuesday night. is the first litmus test. It's the first true litmus test. And everyone's
0: like, Oh, we played Colorado and Vegas oh, and Dallas and San Jose. What about them? It's like, yeah, we played them like really you, early in the year.
1: Colorado, first game the first, of the hop, Exactly. How is that in any standard of litmus test?
0: It, it kind of could be. It it's, was disappointing, it's a but I mean... It's the first
1: game of the year. It's a total write-off. Does
0: anybody remember the first game of the year ever? No. Nip. Nope. Then...
1: Dallas, you got a team. It's like what they're one eight and they one blow right now. So how is that a litmus test? San Jose
0: has been blowing. I know San they Jose beat us, but like, it was on the end of a back
1: to back. I think they were one and four. Yeah, they when they played us. Like we don't know how well they're playing. Vegas was rolling when
0: they played us. They got crushed last night. So I think this is the first time we're going into a game where it's like, hey, okay, both teams played a little bit. Yeah, you got you know your, a little bit
1: about both teams. Both teams have their feet under them now. Yep. We should see a solid game from both teams. I, can't, I don't see the Flames taking a night off tonight.
0: I hope not. Anyways, after 10 games, we thought we'd do what? Well,
1: this is just our some of our analysis. We're picking out our best best goals so far, best players.
0: It's not even really analysis. is just, It's just kind of like best shit. Yeah, we're picking the best of the best. The best of the best. The best so far thus far. Yeah, best. All right,
1: so let's start with... You're doing this in random order again. Yeah, I'm doing this in random order. Okay. Let's go with the best goal of the year.
0: Goal of the year. So we've got about four to dif- five or, f- I don't even know, different goal categories. So this is the best. This is the best. This is Most the objective skilled. best
1: goal. And it could be, sure, it could be Michael Backlund in a nothing game. You already lost the game in L.A., but
0: you it like the breakaway. It could be Derek Ryan banking on in. It could be Lindholm off of some guy's skate this is the I best. think we both have the... Th- if you're looking at... Yeah. Top
1: 10 goals of the year. Yeah. It's the best of the best highlight, goals so far. Uh,
0: highlight of the year goal.
1: And to me, I feel like we have... Oh, d- some, dude. Is it even a question? Highlights goals. Is it okay. even a question, though? Want to say it on three? One, two, One, two, two three. Chucky.
0: Yeah, baby. Like, I mean, that was the most highly skilled goal. We were at the game. I didn't even see it live. Yeah. I didn't even realize. You were going... You're like... <gasps> I was who Freaking Whoa. out, and I'm like, "What's your deal?" He I just was like banged it in, freaking out. But then you see the replay, and it's like, "That's one of. That's probably. That's probably the goal of the year in the NHL." No. Well,
1: you know what? I haven't seen all the goals, but it's got to be up there.
0: It's top five. It, a, ha- it has to Those be an amazing up. display well, of athleticism pulled, and hand-eye.
1: Somebody did pull a Sid Crosby and scored a one-hand goal. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Coleman.
1: I think that was even nicer than Crosby's one hand goal because dude, Crosby think... had a bit of leverage. I yeah, think he just kind of the Coleman
0: it. had yeah. no leverage. I'll put Kachuk's goal as the best goal of the year. I think it was better than that goal. That was a sick goal to knock it down, then knock it in. Like wow, yeah, wow, that was sick.
1: Okay, so, yeah, that's an easy one. Do we have the same second one? N- don't think we do. Okay,
0: you go first, Johnny Gaudreau. Shootout goal in Dallas. See, I was gonna put that. Now now I
1: know, like, "Mm, the shootout goal. I know it's not officially a goal. That was sexy. I have that elsewhere in my list. When you win the game in a shootout on the final
0: shot and Deke Ben Bishop out of his mind. Yes, that Deke. That was a Deke.
1: Okay, that wasn't quite as good as Kane's Deke, but it was right. That was Kane-esque.
0: Like Kane's a ten out of ten when it comes to Deegan. That was like a nine out of ten. That was a beauty. Okay, so mine is also in the Dallas game, but the Noah Hannafin goal to tie the game was sick. Really, Michael Backlund. That was kind of lucky, though, wasn't it? No, remember back, so Chuck gets it to Backlund. Everybody thinks Backlund's shooting. Oh, that one. Everybody thinks he's shooting. He dishes that puck, gets buried. Oh, that gets me pumped up. Yeah, that was sick. That was so sick. You know what? I forgot how sick of a goal that was. So that's my runner-up. That was a beauty.
1: I forgot how sick of a goal that was.
0: Great play by back. All right,
1: so Chucky number one. Johnny and Hannafin coming in, runners up. All right, second question. What's been the biggest goal of the
0: year? Okay, so I don't know if this is recency bias, but I've really got to go with the backlund goal against the Ducks last on Sunday. Really? That's a huge goal. That's a massive goal. You come out of that trip with no points, big problem. Big problem.
1: And the thing I like about that goal, too, is it wasn't just a single guy. Yeah. Zardik made a great play to make, turn the puck over and move the puck up real quick. Chucky made an unbelievable play on a pass on a two on one. And it buries it. if the only way that ends up in the back of the net, the, perfect pa- pass. the, perf ha- the pass has to be
0: perfect. Yeah. It can't, it can't even be like. It can't even be an, a millimeter off. It's rolling. It's got to be perfectly placed. So that's a huge goal. Because, again, you're in Anaheim on the end of a back to You just played a really shit game. You needed two points out of that game in Anaheim. You got it done. Huge goal. Okay. It reminded me of the Lindholm goal from last year against Colorado, where it's like, I think they won, like, 2-1 to one in overtime. Johnny Gaudreau is like they were pressing the whole game. Yeah. Finally, something went right. The dam broke. The dam broke. The damn dam broke. The mother... Fucking damn broke. That fucking damn fucking broke. Okay. Runner up? What's your runner up? My runner up is Lindholm versus Dallas. Because again, if you remember in that game we were down two to nothing in the third period. Last Lindholm comes out and scores a power play goal to get us within one. Okay. In a game we end up so, winning.
1: I'm noticing a trend. You kinda like the the sneaky build up moments. To- oh yeah. That made a difference long-term. Totally. Whereas, I'm sticking with like the crescendo. with those big... The crescendo. Cres- Great word. orgasm <laughs> moments.
0: Climax. Climactic? Climax. I'm all about the build-up. The climactic goal. I'm all about those under... Well, I guess back game-winning goal isn't really a build-up. But I mean, like that Lindholm goal versus Dallas. You, know, it's, you don't win... Again, like we've only got five wins on the year. So huge goal. Huge goal. All right. So my
1: biggest goal of the year is the Johnny goal. A shootout? Yeah. Okay. Am I allowed? I guess. Well, what do you mean? I
0: asked you. You said yes. It's a I just. Goal.
1: I just think that up until that point, you're teeter-tottering. Yeah. And the one thing we've been saying about this team is, at least they haven't lost a string of games. Yeah. The most they've lost so far is two straight, which is Vegas and
0: San Jose. But other than that, they haven't lost two in a row. And the, and the two games you've really shit the bed in, both against LA, you've bounced back from. You've won the next game. And so that,
1: to me, that Dallas game was huge. And then especially if you look at the outcome of the the road trip as a whole, thank God we won in Dallas. Oh, yeah. Because we didn't stand much chance against Vegas round one. And then by the time you get to San Jose, third game of road trip, second game of a back-to-back, they didn't have much energy to tank. So it's a huge goal, man. That was huge. And I feel like it gives you more of... That confidence. I mean, we saw last year this team could come back late in games. Exactly. That was like our first comeback completed yeah. game of the year. Mm-hmm. And it, I think that speaks volume, especially down the road, knowing that you've done it before, you can do it again.
0: Exactly. I'm at the beginning of that. I'm at the the, the first goal of that comeback is the, is the key. You're at the, the winning the shooter cushion. goal is the key. All right. What up next?
1: Are you at a runner-up? I'm sorry. My runner-up is the Chucky goal. Against the when Kings. He, when he tied it up. Huge. Because that game
0: stunk. That game we was were, the worst game I've seen. We were there. We're outshot We out were
1: out shot what twenty two to three in the first period in shots. It was garbage. It was horrendous. The second period they didn't even start that great either. And then it was probably about halfway through the game. They started to turn around. Chucky scores a goal. Who got the second? I don't, I don't remember. Maybe Munch. Maybe Munch. Can't remember? And then it's just like, are we gonna tie it up? What's going on? And then like a minute, minute left. Goalies pulled. Chucky scores that unbelievable goal to tie it up to put it in overtime. And I honestly thought we were coming back until like two seconds later, Sam Bennett takes a dumb tripping penalty.
0: Thanks, Sam. Hey, Sam. Thanks. Hey, Sam. Thanks a lot, eh? So
1: that goal alone gets you a point in the standings. Exactly, which is huge. And up until that point, that was the biggest goal of the year. No, to get a no oh
0: yeah, to get a point out of a game that bad. Excellent.
1: So to me, those are the two biggest goals of the year so far. All right, I, because they're, I can't disagree. they're happening in the
0: biggest moments of the game. Where can't everything's
1: disagree. on the line.
0: I cannot disagree. All right. What do you want to go to next? Next, I want to go. What's your favorite goal? Ooh. Okay. So, um, why don't you go first? I'll go first. Okay. All right. Now, I wanted because
1: I picked jump these the two goals for both categories so far. I made a rule and said I can't have those two. So those two are off. The, All right. Off the All pitch. right. So. My, my top favorite goal so far is... Was it Dallas? No, oh. it was Vegas. Who? Oh. Anderson. Yeah, the 2-1-1. Rasmus, my boy! Comes down, 2-1-1. Top Barry.
0: Was that against Vegas? That was against Vegas. That's when we had the lead like for like 8 seconds.
1: Right, because we scored back-to-back real quickies. Holman,
0: Anderson. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: Anderson tied it up to make a 1-1. And that was a big goal of huge. That we was like, huge. Rass. My boy, Rass.
0: Great goal. All right, great goal. Cool. Do you want me to you want f- my runner incomplete. up complete?
1: My runner up is the Lucic bearing down on the D man behind the net, forcing the turnover, getting over to Bennett real quick, like Bennett berries.
0: How can you argue with that shit?
1: Because I think why these go into my favorite categories, like these guys are—they're not the stars; they're your supporting cast, and some of them.
0: Well, again, Luigi and Bennett te- teaming up for a goal, like right, cathartic as shit, right there. And the guys that have been struggling, yeah. So obviously, okay. All right, well, mine's a little different because I love me some stars. So my favorite goal be just because I was at this game, like Let right, me behind, right behind the glass. Went home? No, actually. Oh, I thought about it, okay. but Johnny Tamani in the home opener. Yeah, right behind the net. Right behind the net. Bread and butter. That's Johnny and Monty at their finest in the offensive zone. Johnny finds him. Boom. I was right behind the glass. Saw Monahan sick. Like, what do you call that? Fist bump. Downward fist bump. But it's like it's like he's throwing some shit. It's throwing some salt or some shit. <sighs> yeah! That was sick. And then my second uh, goal, yeah. my my boy man. So I'm going more like pretty. The tipping or the one timer? The tippin'. Oh, my God, that is a sick tip. Do you know how hard that is? That's a... You know what? It's
1: one thing to tip the puck when you're, like, right in front of the net. Oh, But it's another to do it, like, in high
0: slot. And it's like, that's a... I don't even know how he did that. So, that was an absolute beauty. All right. To mine are Johnny Damani in the home opener and Manji Penny's tip shot against Detroit. All right. Let's go to what's the... What's been the best game of the year? Best game. So best game as in the game we have played the best. Not as opposed to like which is the most exciting. Yes, exactly. etc. Yeah. So I think it's pretty easy and pretty clear, right? It's Detroit. Interesting. For... I went with Anaheim. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I just went with Detroit because we absolutely dominated the whole game. My,
1: Detroit's my runner-up. Okay. And I think the biggest difference, and this is kind of where we vary too, right? I think the the reason why Anaheim... To me, is the best game of the year is because you put forth your best effort. That's true, and that's been like one of the stumbling blocks come out of the gate. Yeah, for is, sure. met, is having everybody bring a solid effort each night. Yeah, and Bill Peters is now addressed it twice in the in the media. We need to work. We need to our work ethics. And Sticks. you know, it's
0: true because now I'm thinking about in the Detroit game, sure, we dominated, but the first line and the second line weren't particularly See, excellent in the in against Detroit. So, I mean, like most complete game is probably against Anaheim. I think so. And I got Detroit as my runner up.
1: And Detroit, obviously, from a tactical point, point of the game, that was probably our best tactically yeah. executed game. But as far
0: as it was still a meh game. We, we dominated for the most part, and we won 5-1. Yeah, and how
1: much of it, though, was Detroit didn't Detroit bring much sucks. at all. Yeah. And then, to me, I feel like this Anaheim team, if you look at who's not necessarily the best team that we played so far, but the team that's been playing the best so far, yeah. I feel like Anaheim is the team that's been playing the best so far, maybe outside of Colorado. Oh, no, for sure. The only reason
0: I like the Detroit game a little more is because, like, that is the Flames... That's the Flames... That's Flames hockey, right? Like, that's what we saw them do so much last year. Yeah. I want them imposing their game on other teams. But that's a great point on Anaheim. That's, like, the best team effort. Yeah. Because did you were, have a runner up. I did have a runner up, which is the home opener against Vancouver. They were okay. pretty solid.
1: Yeah, and see like I'm three like nothing. I'm f I am 3 nothing i am i can not forget the fucking Colorado game, but I'm already kind of forgetting that, like the Vancouver game. They
0: played. they played pretty great, the whole team. The top line was great, defensively pretty excellent. Riddick had a great game, so I'll go I'll go my best game of the year, Detroit. It's like runner up Vancouver. Okay.
1: What's been the best goaltending performance
0: through 10 games? Again, mate, it's recency bias, but you can't deny Talbot was absolutely phenomenal against the Ducks. And no
1: slight on Riddick.
0: No, oh, dude, he's been been great. Riddick's been unreal. And he comes up a little bit later for me, too. But Cam Talbot... But I have to agree. Absolutely great. Because,
1: and I think how you weigh it is that that third period performance that he had... Oh, totally. It won us the game. Exactly. That is the direct result... Of why we won was his... Well, obviously the big goal by Backlund. But without that goaltending performance, we don't Nothing. win that
0: game. The most high-danger scoring chances... High-danger chances we gave up in a game was that game against the Ducks.
1: Probably in the third period.
0: In the third period. We, out, we were out-chanced like 10 to one Talbot was great. Yeah. So I give, the, I give that one to Talbot. You too? Yeah. Yeah. Same. And that's why he's starting That's why he's starting against the Capitals. And I don't mind it. Me either. I
1: bet you, Bill, explain to Riddick, don't worry, you're still a guy. Yep. But the thing is, and this is was my main point, was... You have to reward a guy for going to battle with your team and
0: helping you win a fucking game. Like literally, the one of the, yeah. Absolutely. Like how do
1: you how do you let a guy play that well be the direct result of winning the game and then he doesn't get to start the next game? That's yeah, like no. you can't do it. Can't you do just it. Can't, just by law, just by fucking rule of law alone, he has to of law. the next game. Unless it was a Heritage Classic, then you have to go to Riddick. But it's not.
0: I agree. And runner up, I've got. Uh, I mean, Riddick pitched a shutout in the home opener. Yeah. And he was pretty excellent You that know game. what? Vancouver didn't do too much, but he was good when he needed to be. Just to go off the
1: cuff, I'm going to skate Riddick as a whole. Yeah, he's been solid. How about Riddick's first
0: Fantastic. eight games? But the Flames have goaltending net! What has been the most consistent thing through ten games? The goaltending has been fine. Right? That's like the one area
1: where you're not worried right now. And you haven't had any fucking thing to complain about.
0: But the goaltending! The Flames don't have
1: any goaltending! I don't know if they'd be as good without Mike Smith. Like, I don't understand that. You have these experts, these analysts, that for some reason... They don't watch the Flames! For some reason, getting rid of Mike Smith, now you have a question mark in net. It's like, no, you
0: idiots! We got rid of the question mark! We got rid of that explanation
1: on. mark question mark.
0: Are you kidding me? Okay, favorite player through ten. Okay, okay, okay. Um, you want to go first? I'll go first. You go first. I got a
1: feeling like this is gonna be very similar. Is Lindholm your
0: number one? Lindholm's my runner-up. Ooh, then I wonder if my runner-up's your number one. I don't think so. Oh, interesting. Okay, but let's get into a live. Oh, I know who
1: you're going with then. Manjipani. Really?
0: <laughs> it's a surprise, bitch! Alright, my favorite player through 10 has been Elias Lindholm. Dude, he's been great. And I've said this before, I think I said this yesterday. It's been probably the most encouraging thing that he has been probably the most consistent guy in that top line. Because no, he,
1: he hasn't probably. He has been the most consistent
0: guy oh, on the has. team. Oh, he has. On the team, yeah. Outside of David Riddick, I would say. I think of the four groups, absolutely. Yeah. Because I mean, like, Going into this season, pretty much everybody was like, "Oh, Lindholm's gonna regress." Him. Myself included. Not it's me. Been fucking great. I'll stay on the record. Oh, not me. No, we should do at the end of the year a list of our bad takes and our good takes. Yeah, hundred percent. He scored five goals. He's been great. He's been the best He's player been... through ten games on the top line. And probably. can we talk about his two way game? Like, and can we talk about his celebrations and his face and his all around just? Much, I love this guy. Pretty much
1: everything he does is unreal. Anyways, what
0: were you going to say? Okay,
1: what was it the other other day, you were like, he did something that was kind of like almost, remember last year when he, the storm service celebration, he did something like that the other day.
0: Well, he was just, in, wasn't it the Detroit game where he went after, uh, what's his name, Helm? That yeah, that's talking? what it was. Yeah, he just, he's, he's got piss and vinegar, which I like. He's been playing like. He's been playing
1: rough. He's been playing hard. I think, He's checking guys. I think consistency. Here's what he brings consistency to your team. This is why he's been the best overall consistent player. Consistently brings energy every night. Consistently bringing tenacity. Consistently scoring. Consistently scoring. where beating the other teams where it really counts. What is he on
0: pace for 40 goals?
1: Consistently solid defensively. Consistently a beauty.
0: He's a beauty. He's a beauty. He's literally beautiful also.
1: Consistently good
0: looking. Consistently attractive, very attractive, very attractive. Okay, and then my runner-up is David Riddick. David Riddick's my number one baby. See, I said. I thought you. I thought it would be Chucky. You thought? Well, you showed me some picture, and you were like, "This, yep. That picture right there. You showed me. These are my. Well, we'll get to it. So yeah, David Riddick's been one of my favorite guys because again, it's like, you think we have goaltending problems, you idiots. Exhibit A. David Riddick. And now, exhibit B, Cameron
1: Talbot. Now he's got to follow up tonight. He's got to, we got to get a nickname going. Because you were, you were gushing yesterday. I said, look. Yeah, I was like, is, I was
0: gushing, but I said, is it too early It is. To gush? It's still too it's, early. It's one and a half games. One it's, and a third games. It's still too early. Of course gush. Nice. Okay, and your runner-up's Lindholm. My runner-up Jeez. is Elias Lindholm.
1: You think we, uh you think we
0: spend too much time together or what? All but right, I love Lindholm.
1: Who? Now that we've got our favorite out of the way, who's been the most valuable player through 10? The MVP, because it's a little bit of a different question. If we had to give it an MVP award right now, the first 10 games, who does it go to?
0: Okay, I'm going to go first. My number one MVP is Mark Giordano. He's been solid as a fucking rock. Wow, okay. So his possession metrics have continued to be excellent. Coursey four percentage 54.98. Expected goals for. Percentage, or expected goals for just a raw count. Leads of the team 6.45. He's got two goals, four assists. Come on. This guy's been the most consistent player on the team. No, he hasn't. Lindholm's been the most consistent player. I beg to
1: differ. I feel like. I think a- if you don't have I Mark Giordano like- on
0: your blue line, you're fucked. This I feel year. Like,
1: Okay, I don't disagree with that, but I feel like through the first 10, at least there, there's probably at least three games where I thought he looked pretty meh. And he was still good, though. He's still good, but.
0: I think without him, you're in a you're. I don't even think I don't even know if you have two or three wins. He's been great. Okay. Who do you have? My MVP, MVP? is David Riddick. Oh yeah. Without David Riddick, no, you have zero. You don't, you don't have the same record. I oh no, dude. How many games do you lose? You've lo- You lose you, against Dallas. You've lost
1: more games than you, you lose, won.
0: You might lose against Vancouver, so I can't disagree with that. And
1: like for me, also what goes into this is like you want to you want to feel confident playing in front of a goaltender yeah. you want to feel confident as a fan watching the game totally. I mean compared to Mike Smith near the end of the year every oh time the opposing team came down even remotely close to entering our you end you literally
0: game. get like shaky shake yeah. shake disease
1: like it was it was bad I, oh. I, was, I thought it was going to suffer from a nervous breakdown seriously or but with Riddick I have z- like zero issue with that
0: me too and that's huge Okay, so, who's, your, who's your runner up then runner up I actually have two Okay, because I have two as well. Lindholm. Yep. Lindholm's one of my runners I mean, he's been scoring. Lindholm's one of my runners up.
1: Pretty much scoring every game.
0: I left Big Save Dave off just because I got him everywhere else on my list. And then, especially as of late, Michael Backlund. I totally agree. He's not the guy for me, but... He has been so solid. Back-to-back games with goals. He really struggled. A game-winning goal. He struggled right out of the gate.
1: If sure. not out of the gate, he might, he might be the top guy. Yeah, for sure. Because he's
0: been really he's good. He's been so good. The last four or five He's games. been excellent. Yeah. Okay, so my second runner-up. T.J. Motherfucking Brody! Leads the team in possession percentage. Corsi 4, 55.19. Leads the team by a goddamn mile in goals 4 percentage. Seventy-two point seven three. He is generating way more than he's giving up. Without T.J. Brody, this defense is falling apart. He has been excellent. Excellent. He's been better.
1: Let's move on. Remember that turnover. That's not. That's not even go there. Yeah. Don't. I want to like burst. Don't any burst t- my bubble. I'm not going to burst any T.J. Brody bubble. burst Brody my T.J. Bur- Brody bubble. You know he's let, been great. I'll let you have. He's been great. I'll let you have. It. Let you have it. Thank you. Okay. Did you have another runner-up?
0: No. Well, Lindholm. Lindholm. Okay.
1: All right. Let's go to the next category here.
0: Who's been your least favorite player through 10? <laughs> Is this even a question? Jankowski? Three, two, one Mark Jankowski! Jankowski. And he hasn't even been that bad of recently, but he's so frustrated to watch. You know what? Watch. His last two, three games have been light, night, and day different. Yeah, he's been fine. But, but he's, he's still... Got... Again, the thing with guys who have potential... It's even more frustrating to watch because okay. like, it's so frustrating to watch a guy who has size, skill, ability, just suck ass on a You know
1: what the most bases. frustrating thing to watch? Like, he's a fucking pussy. <laughs> Are you allowed to say that anymore? I can't mince words. I mean, <laughs> if I'm not allowed to say that, then, then I, got, I don't know what to do.
0: Dude, what is his deal? Did you see him... Okay, watch, what is watch with, for this. What is with the... Hit, is that what you're going to talk about? His style yeah. of hitting. Watch for the, what did you call it? So, as soon as he's, hit, as, okay,
1: here's the difference between him and a guy like Hathaway.
0: Or Bennett, or anybody. So, yeah,
1: it could be the exact same play unfolding, where it's like, okay, there's a there's a lane to a D-man with a puck in the corner. I'm going to, Hathaway or Bennett, I'm going to fucking bury this guy. Crush
0: this guy. Shoulder
1: to chest, boom. Here's the di- Or even Lucic. Here's the difference with, with Jankowski. As, Watch for this. As soon as he recognizes Everybody that doesn't. there's a lane to a defenseman in the corner and he could hit him he starts to skate towards it to make everybody believe that he has every intention to go and hit the player and then about five feet away from the player he slows right down he turns around sticks his ass towards the guy and then it's almost like he intentionally misses what do you mean almost he does he intentionally misses the d-man and hits the boards and then he'll follow through against the glass to make it be like, Oh, that could have been a huge hit.
0: He looks like a fucking bumper car out there. You articulated that sequence of events very well. It's because I've only seen it literally five watch times for it. a game. I, most people listening to this probably know that's exactly what happens. Watch for it. I saw him do it against Anaheim. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God. Sorry. Like, my blood's boiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Who's been your runner-up? Uh, Noah Hannafin has been fucking terrible. I know he's scored twice, but he's been an absolute least play- he's, favorite. To he's watch. been an absolute nightmare defensively, and I can't stop. He's like TJ Brody for as TJ Brody is to you, Noah Hanfin is to me. I can't watch him play defense. You know what? He gives the puck away. He's just a dope. Since doing this podcast together, I gotta admit. Yeah, you notice he the shit now.
1: Doesn't look that great in his own end. I know he's just like he
0: just he forgets how to play hockey a right. lot of times. Who's My runner up. Two? I'm curious. I don't know
1: i This might be a little bit of an unpopular opinion. No, maybe not. not
0: no way, okay. TJ. Tobias Reader. I agree. I fucking agree so much because is he not the most predictable player on the planet? If if Hannafin hadn't been so bad defensively this year, he would have been next on my list. He's so hard to watch. I don't like, understand against the Ducks again, and he was fine as a fourth line role. His position <laughs> matches were good and everything. Well, this but that, that play sums
1: up Tobias exactly. Reeder. exactly. You you're working your fucking ass off. And this is the thing that makes it frustrating. The guy works so hard to create an opportunity for himself. And then he finally gets an opportunity in front of the net. And then he generates a chance. And what happens? He has Jankowski sitting on the side of the net. More open open than I've ever seen a guy open. It's basically like a God-given 2-on-0. He has zero clue
0: that he's He's there. He's looking at his feet. The guy skates around the ice, looking at his feet. He's like Dave. If you combine David Moss and Matt Lombardi, and then <laughs> that's a less great skill. Great comparison. It's just like but
1: nothing happens when they're on the no, ice. Nothing happens ever. And it's because he doesn't. Have, he has no vision because he's staring. Two feet in front of him, that's it. Have a, I've never seen a guy
0: I'm surprised he doesn't get drilled more often. I've never seen a guy have more chances to shoot who gets and their their shot gets blocked by stick checks. I like I counted at least four times against Anaheim where he had a rush chance, and the guy the guy just buries the puck right into the defenseman's stick every single time. So I agree. Okay. <laughs> And I mean, look, I get it. It's a nice story. He's
1: a comeback guy. Is he? though?
0: I can totally understand why he scored zero goals last year. There's two
1: reasons why I'm cheering for him. Because he's wearing a Flames jersey. And because he's an underdog. But that doesn't mean I don't like fucking not I, And again he hasn't like watching He hasn't been
0: detrimental to the team.
1: No, he but hasn't But he's been hard to watch. He's yeah. frustrating
0: to watch. Yeah.
1: Okay, which brings us to the next question. Who has been the biggest liability on the Flames so far?
0: And I'm gonna go I, I have to go. I cannot divorce these two. It's been it's been Noah Hannifin and Travis Hamnick together. They've been so poor defensively that it is really alarming. Like really alarming. If you watch them in the playoffs last year, this kind of started in the playoffs last year. So that through the regular season, they were okay last year. But in the playoffs, they completely fell apart. This year, they have been brutal defensively. Like, every time they're on the ice, every time they're on the ice, they're getting dominated in their own zone. Every time.
1: You know what? It's really interesting because once you start watching, it's pretty much true. I know, like, like when the other team has the puck and they start coming down the end, they don't hold the blue line; they mm-hmm. let them in, let them and in, then, and then they're defending for like another they minute. They Can't clear the zone. Hannafin's and losing his guys. Well, both him, both Hannifin and Hamannik make like these these minor errors, micro errors that just keep them hemmed exactly. in, exactly hemmed
0: in. Yeah. So, like, I mean, just to give you some, they have the worst shot suppression metrics by a mile. On the team 166 shot attempts Attempts against For Hamnick 160 shot attempts Against for Hannifin. Goals against They've been on the ice For 10 and 9 goals 10 for Hamnick 9 for Hannifin. Their expected goals against Is almost 7 Which is highest On the team By a mile And their team Worst in scoring chances Against Like they're just Getting crushed Like it's a good thing That they've been able to balance some of that with the offensive production. Yeah, exactly. Production. Like Hannafin specifically. Because
1: imagine if, if that wasn't part of the game.
0: Oh, I know. It'd be scary. So they've been really bad in there. That's why I'm saying, like, you should split them up because I think I think together they highlight each other's weaknesses apart. I think they would be better. I, I would love to see Hannafin with Geo. I would love to see... I would literally love... Literally. I would like to see Hannafin play third-line minutes because I don't even know if it's like... I think it's just the minutes he plays. They start him in the defensive zone too much and they play him too much. I think if he's starting in the offensive zone and he's playing like five or six less minutes a night, you're going to see a lot more return on investment from Noah Hannafin. The
1: thing about both these guys is that I don't think this lack of... like, Okay, their weakness in the defensive end I don't think is necessarily them as players. I feel like there's, error, there's room for improvement and they will improve.
0: I hope so. Because they have been... Really bad defensively, like the like they've been the worst defensive pairing on the team, and that includes a a, two games where we've seen Michael Stone and TJ Brody together. So, all right, sorry about that, Ren. Yeah, all good. Okay, so my biggest liability now this this probably
1: if if you're looking at it from an analytic perspective, it's not the same. There's there's two stuff. There's two things happening when you're evaluating a game, right? And Darren Haynes was talking about this the other day. The eyeball test. And then the analytics. You need both. You need both. But coming more from the eyeball test, which is more of like key times of the games, big moments. Not. Right? That's yeah. the things that the analytics don't factor in. Exactly. Like, if you don't watch the Flames game. Like, there's 20 seconds left and you need a big play. And then that guy had a turnover. Like they don't weigh the turnover. I feel like right? you know where this is going. You, you know who I'm going for
0: I'm not in for Brody. I don't know. He's not in my dog. Okay, Brody survived the first ten games out of your doghouse. Brody has survived. Okay. Sam Bennett, dude, I hundred percent agree. If my initial biggest liability wasn't two guys, like he would be the next guy. How? Like even just the penalties alone, just the penalties, penalties, every turnovers, the shitty
1: play. Yep. Like, how many times has so he come over Herb's and turned agreed. it over at the blue line? Oh, Jesus. There's been at least
0: well, how I many think chances of, have come I can think of it? two distinct plays that led to, well, one led to a loss. The other one led to a goal. The toe drag at the blue line against Dallas. Yep. And then the stupid penalty with 30 seconds left against L.A. After you just, win, after you just had a massive
1: goal to tie it up. Like, two glaring and, examples. And then it's not even like he didn't have bad penalty, penalties on either side of that bad penalty. He had bad penalties before that. He took bad penalties after that.
0: I totally agree, man.
1: Now the best I've seen him is on the third line with Mangiapane and Ryan for the one game. Now Bennett's out with a knee injury, but through ten he's been my biggest I, liability. I I agree. And then secondly, I have Aden. Yeah.
0: All right. All right. <laughs> okay. <sighs> biggest moment of the year so far. Okay, mine's a mine's a double header. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I was going to split them up, but they were in the same sequence. Yep. Number one biggest moment, David Riddick stops a penalty shot in overtime, and then stops Radulov again in the shootout, oh. and then Johnny Gaudreau wins the shootout. Dude, thank you. I forgot about I had forgot about that. I, about I that. forgot about it too, and then I was thinking about that game. I was like, holy shit, Riddick stopped the penalty shot. Huge. But the in But the goaltending in the this big mark. The That was huge, absolutely huge. That was monstrous. So that's my number one. Cause yeah, that one, that cake, that, that save won you the as game. As
1: much as the Johnny put that was the icing on the cake. That was the meat. That was the fucking exactly. That was the recipe to make the cake in the first place. And then he stopped them again in the shootout.
0: Again! Fuck yes, David Riddick. He was good in the shootout. All right. And then I literally forgot to put a runner-up. <laughs> okay. So I'll put the runner-up just... Um, I'll put the runner-up... the back on scoring again. Like, that's a huge... That is an absolute huge goal against the Ducks. 100%. It's huge! Yeah. All right.
1: Okay, my biggest moment of the year so far, and like you said, it could be recency bias, but I don't think it is. It's the Anaheim win as a whole. Yeah, for sure. Because... You played like absolute dog shit for the second time of the year. Your coach called you out for your work ethic, and then you had you had another back to back game. And my tweet before the game was, "Hey, they took the night off mm-hmm. last night, so they should be fresh, right?" <laughs> but it's not really the case. You paid the night before. You come in a back to back. You have your best effort poured forth for the year yet. Best all around team effort. Yep. And then you have those little moments in the game where that. That Zarnick play up to Chucky or to Backlin, yep. back the net, and followed it up with a third period performance of uh, Cam Talbot. Talbot. Absolutely, man. And we went down that game too. We were down one nothing. One nothing. Who scored the first goal?
0: Uh, not Not Monahan. Your boy, big old clapper baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> Boom. Are you kidding me? That was like
1: I had to contemplate that as one of the best goals as well. I'm surprised you didn't actually. Mark Stone with a. The... Mark Stone. Oh. Michael Stone. Michael Stone. The lesser of the Stones. So to me, I'm, I'm looking at the game as a whole. That because, Anaheim because game. Because there wasn't just one, so many things factored into yeah. that win. And then the win itself. The win itself is huge. Like, the win itself is massive. Because do you can imagine losing that game. Now after coming, the shit show in LA. After the sh- Now you're yep. coming home. And now, the, now it's like, fuck, who yeah. are we? Exactly. But now you have that win behind you. And yep. now you know who you are. Exactly. You're the same fucking team. And you, now you know what it takes to win. Yeah, absolutely. And now you have even Bill Peters in this morning's...
0: He's fired up. Bill is fired up. He's fired up. He's cursing and going wild. Hello. Love, so, love me some wild, Bill. I can guarantee you they're going to pour
1: forth a similar effort tonight at home. I can make you that guarantee. My runner-up was the, the shootout win in Dallas. Yeah, baby. Both Riddick's performance and, and the... Absolutely uh, huge. Legendary. Monahan. Monaghan.
0: Oh, Monty was great in that game? Are you kidding me? See, when Sagan
1: first came down and scored, I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. Yeah. Because what, we hadn't won a shootout goal in two nev- years? Two years. <laughs> so he came down, I was like, here we go. All it's I was over. thinking was, was like, penalty on, shot.
0: Can you imagine if Mike Smith was in net? No. The penalty shot would have went in. Even if he stopped the penalty shot, there's oh, no way. 100%. scoring not score again, so. 100%. Yeah, baby. Monty comes down, ties it up. That was a sick snipe.
1: Riddop right makes two great stops. Johnny puts the ass on. Beautiful, oh, beautiful though. game. Okay, what two, else do we got? Two more categories. Uh, second last. What's your favorite moment? We
0: just said the biggest moment of the year. Favorite what's your, moment. What's been your favorite? My moment? favorite moment. It well, could be it was, some Dowdy action. I don't know. That's what. It was hard to not do the Riddick thing, but I tried to sh- switch it up a little bit. So I think my favorite moment is the Kachuk versus Doughty saga. Really? Hey? Like how entertaining has that been? How fucking great has that been? It's been very it's really, awesome.
1: That's, it's been interesting. Let's put it that
0: way. So, I mean, I think my favorite you know single moment is when Kachuk gives him a head fake. I kind of had a feeling you were going to say He's that. He's just like, and Doughty's like, Ooh, if you weren't at the game or didn't watch the extent of the whole game, you probably missed it. But Kachuk gives him a head fake and Doughty goes like, Ugh. so that whole Kachuk-Doughty thing has been absolutely phenomenal. Now,
1: I was loving it and loving it and loving it until we showed up. We didn't show up in LA. Yeah. Kind of puts a big wet. Chucky's wet. excited for round two. Nobody showed up.
0: Was it round two? Sure didn't look like it. That,
1: that wasn't a round
0: of anything. Well, you're putting a damper on my favorite. That was a round of else. dog shit. That's what that was. I'm
1: sorry. All I'm saying is that I was going to go with that if we would have actually, if
0: Chucky was on top right now, because yeah. he's not. No, he's not. He was? He's on the, bu- he's like, bu- he's like down two rungs because he's lost twice. Yep. Yep. If
1: we would have completed the comeback, thanks yeah. Sam Bennett, and Dowdy wouldn't have scored the winner, Dowdy
0: Doughty gets... Doughty's All like right, one so, so what's your favorite moment? All right. I need to know. My favorite moment was the Chucky comeback. <laughs> yeah.
1: If you isolate that one moment... In that one himself, moment in time, unbelievable. Have,
0: I was freaking out. Yeah, you were. <laughs> he knows. I was right beside him. <laughs> he was freaking out. That, was, Lose, that losing was epic. my shit. That was epic. Losing my shit. That was Max Chuck at his finest.
1: Obviously, you have to isolate the moment. Cause, yeah, um, you, you got to forget about, about Sam Bennett game.
0: fucking everything up, you know? and, and Mark Jankowski fucking everything up on the penalty and kill. And then
1: my second favorite moment was the Detroit win because up until that point, you're like, shit, where's is this? Where's the Flames? Is this the team? Yeah, still. Yeah. What's? But then you saw the signs, and then you saw you saw the third line guys get going, and like you said. Tactically speaking, that's the flames that we saw last year—dominating guys, dominating shots, dominating shots suppression. So you put all those things together—that was yep. a feel-good
0: win. Oh, for sure. Five-one. Come my on. my runner-up is in that game. You already mentioned the Lucci to Benikol. Like, nice. It felt so good for Lucci to yes. finally do something. Because again, like we hate on him a lot. I, we don't hate on him, but we criticize him a lot. We do criticize him, and him it a was lot. F- I. But we're cheering for this motherfucker. Yep. We're cheering for this motherfucker. You yeah. made a great play. blue cheats. We're cheering for you, motherfucker. Let's go, baby. Okay. Final uh, category with the
1: Heritage Classic coming up. Now, my question is, Chris, we're both... I know I'm getting a Heritage Classic jersey. I think you are, too. Oh, yeah. Now, just kind of weighing out who. Now, the way I frame it is, if, if you were to get gifted, if someone's like, you know what, Michael? I'm going to buy you a Heritage Classic jersey. Who do you want?
0: Oh, sorry for the clap on there. Jesus, fuck. Right into the old mic. Um Okay, I'm back and forth on this. I gotta go Lindholm right now. I think I gotta go Lindholm. He's just impressed me so much. Yeah. He's just a fucking beast. I love Elias Lindholm. I'm honestly I'm, I want a Lindholm jersey. Honestly, I'm right there with you. Like it's it's gotta be Lindholm. Honestly, I'm right there with you. Except I
1: can't knock it a Chucky. You can't
0: there. get knock at Chucky. I can't knock it a Chucky. Yeah. I hear you. So Chucky's my number one. Well, I, I just love Lindholm. It's creeping me out how much I love this guy right now. And Lindholm's actually my runner-up. So Gio's my runner-up. Just because I always, I always forget about him. I don't give him enough love. And a C on the front. house. C, so I I'd, I'd go Lindholm or Geo, but we'll see. Does Monahan wear an A on the road? Yep. I think he wears an A permanently, doesn't he? Maybe I'll get a Monaghan then. I already got him on hand. Oh, I love Lindholm. I love you know what? I love the flames so much. I have them on. A I hand. love them. I love their jersey. Fuck, I love Dude, the heritage glasses. I love right? the. I don't know what's going on today, but I love the. Okay, flames. Okay, but here's the thing. I was you know that
1: that red flames jacket. Yes. Is it like a bomber jacket? Yeah, it's like a yeah. Okay, so I like, saw someone at the at the somewhere. Was it the game? Mm-hmm. No, at the stamps game. Someone's wearing it. I'm like, fuck. I might have to get that. It's sexy. Because I could wear that on here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like that's a sexy. Did you
0: see Lucci was wearing it at a golf tournament in the summer? It's sexy. It's a starter jacket that says Calgary Flames on it. It's old school as fuck. It's a beauty. We should get some. How much was it, really? It was like 200 bucks. You can get a jersey, so it's a little much, but. No. I got to decide. Yeah. Because, like, a white. The thing
1: is about a white jersey, I don't know about wearing white in the dome, though. I'm going to wear my white jersey. I'm not going to wear a jacket in the dome. So no, I'd rather either. wear a white exactly. jersey than a red jacket. Yeah, t- I agree. But I need I need that jacket for like, these podcasts. I need that jacket.
0: It's a pretty sick jacket. sexy jacket.
1: All right. Game coming up tonight. Washington Capitals. Are we going to release this right now? Yeah, let's do
0: it. It's on in two hours, baby. Okay. I mean, we've already... We already touched on it. We already
1: touched on it Here's yesterday. Here's what I think. Let's just let's wrap it up with this. This is the biggest litmus test of the year. This is the first true litmus test of the year. And I I pretty much will guarantee you we'll see a similar work ethic effort. put I per would be shocked
0: if the flames come out tonight and suck ass. I, I don't see it happening. I don't either. And if this, it does, wow! They, they might they
1: might actually one up their Anaheim performance. Yeah. With the effort that I brought, think they'll be, uh,
0: just even what you heard from Bill this morning, these guys are going to be ready tonight. Now, the,
1: the thing is, I think if you can stay out of the box, yep.
0: you can beat the Pend- Capitals.
1: Okay, pending getting into penalty trouble again, because we're the most penalized team so far, yeah, we're taking just terrible out, Leah, penalties. All the time. If we can stay out of the box tonight, we're, I think we'll win this game.
0: We are better 5-on-5. Five five. i put our 5-on-5 five five game up against any team in the league. So I think, again, yeah, 5-on-5, five five, we're going to crush these bitches. All right, let's do it. Go Flames, go baby.